Good morning, good Friday morning to you. Chris here, checking in live. I am the host, the creator of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. As we talked about probably about two weeks ago, I shared that podcast episodes um, probably twice a month because with uh, going to school full-time, working full-time, trying to do four new episodes uh, a week or, or a month is not necessarily always feasible. So two is uh, the better number. And so today we're going to talk about scarcity, what it means in scripture, what it means in everyday life. And before we get started, let's uh, go with the word of prayer. Shall we, gracious God, we just want you. Nothing else, nothing else will do. Today, we just come here with you on our mind to thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your kindness, your grace, and your compassion. And we just sit at your feet and bask and await the revelation, the wisdom that you will give to each and every one of us. We don't have an agenda. We don't have any ideas. We just come in your presence with gratitude, with joy, and with just awaiting Lord, all the revelation that you will be providing us in our spirits, hearts, minds today. We give you all the glory, we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope y'all doing good today. Uh, if you get time or later, uh, Luke 21, 1 through 4. It reads, as Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasure. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. When we're looking at this scripture, um, what we're seeing is Jesus's observation of a poor widow. You know, as we said, putting her coins into the offering box. Um, At the same time, there are many rich people coming to place uh, their gifts in the boxes. Well, we are led to conclude that the rich were being less than discreet about the quantity of their giving since Jesus' words to his uh, disciples imply that everyone can see the vastly greater amount that the rich are giving in relation to the poor widow. Uh, In historical context, uh, in this time, a widow in in Jesus's culture would have been destitute or she would have possibly said had no husband and presumably no children to care for her. In this context, the the woman is the epitome of the least of these. She is needy in every way. So when we see verse three, this says, uh, Jesus says, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more in the others. The message that Jesus is offering or teaching is that it really isn't about the dollar amount, but about the heart. More so, the offerings of God's people are measured not by quantity or quality, but by the heart of faith that pours them out. Although the scripture today is about giving, or at least you could say it's about, because it's giving in the sense that it's, it's, it's an offering um, in, in a temple. The underlying theme, though, I, I was thinking about is scarcity versus abundance. So just talking about scarcity. And that isn't solely connected to finances. 
stay with me here, within present day context, scarcity is defined as the state of being scarce or in short supply shortage. In our daily lives, me, you, us, we can easily recognize and acknowledge scarcity, be it scarcity of finances, be it giving in church or the levels of giving required for bills, needs, things we desire. Yet there's also the scarcity of time, the scarcity of energy. If we take a moment to think of the needs in our daily lives, the tasks me, you, us have to do for ourselves in our homes, outside of it, the tasks that need to be done in our relationship experiences, professional or personal, our familial needs. It often feels like the carousel of life never stops turning or slowing down, constantly navigating our day's feeling like we don't have enough time. I don't have what it takes or that people need you, us, we don't have the resources. Or maybe sometimes it's the, the thought that I'm not enough. It always seems like me, you, us need more to get by or the people that are around us uh, or just in general need more from us than we have to offer. Too often, it can sometimes feel like our days are full of anxiety and the struggle to take a deep breath and hold everything together. Because if I falter at all, the carefully balanced walls of endless to-do lists might come crashing down and bury me in a heap. Have you ever been there with that type of experience? Uh, like this is your experience, is your very life right now. Have you ever been here? I can't see you. I have no idea where you may find yourself today. But if you have felt these things, I'm here to meet you right where you are. Because I do understand. In my own life, I have lived within a wide uh, variety of array of financial brackets. I have felt like the carousel of life never stops, won't stop, slow down. I have faced thoughts that I am not enough, the anxiety of life, the struggle to hold it all together. Uh, I share, not to boast, not from the space of arrogance. I share to come alongside you and say, me too, friend, me too, beloved. You aren't alone. Whether these thoughts represent you yesterday, this present moment, or a time that has yet to arrive, I stand with you in support. In some cases, when you read about scarcity, it said that scarcity is a mindset trap. Uh, it, uh, it keeps us locked in fear, in comparison, in envy and covetousness. It tells us there is not enough. Therefore, we are all in con uh, competition with one another for the little that there is. I'll say that again. Um, in some cases, excuse me, it is said that scarcity is a mindset, a trap uh, that keeps us locked in fear in comparison in envy in covetousness. It tells us that there is not enough. Therefore, we us are all in competition with one another for the little there is. I remain uncertain if it's a mindset. Uh, sometimes I think I think uh, it depends on how you think about it. Or I also believe the definition of truth is a quality or state of being true. It is also true that a negative mindset can easily state the the facts, establishing your inability. It's also true that there's always a higher level of truth than the facts. This is the difference between that which is true and that which is the truth. And I promise you, I'm not giving you semantics. Think of it this way. 
true is something that is true for a moment. Truth is universal and unchanging. So it can be true that a person, you know, might be in the season or the experience of scarcity within terms of finances that you don't have it right now. But it may or may not be truth that that is the way that it is forever. That just might be the season that we're in in our lives. Um, I also think that what we believe frames our hearts, our minds, our spirit, our life which leads us back to our scripture because ultimately the widow gave out of her heart of faith. What does it mean for our everyday life though? The reason though, I think that some people say scarcity is a lie or false is because scarcity, like I said in the example, is not necessarily a universal unchanging, um, well, because uh, scarcity is not universal or unchanging like truth. For example, think of this in terms of shopping. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond often has coupons. It's sending you coupons from time to time. It's true that today they might have a coupon, but it's not necessarily true that they always have coupons. And I know that's probably somebody's like, I'm just saying there's some things that, you know, um, they're true in the moment, but they can they can change. And that's true, but it's not truth. The truth is, though, God is bigger than any circumstance, situation, and experience. The truth is nothing is impossible for God. The truth is, me, you, us, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, who empowers us, who enables us, that there isn't anything I can't learn, there isn't anything I can't do with the, with the, with the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is with us to come alongside us to help us in our daily uh, life, to reveal truth to us. In our daily routine and life and experience, I'd even suggest there are many voices. I'd even venture to say that you, me, us needs to be able to tune in to which voice is speaking. Is it truth or is it true? Or is it perhaps that we might need to tune out some voices? If I'm being transparent, sometimes, you know, you, you need to be able to tune out the voices that are not helpful and tune into the voices that will really sustain you on the journey that you're in and the journey that is ahead. And in many times, me, you, us will have to tune in our own inner critic and think and believe and live and move on a higher level of consciousness. Scarcity is an experience that each of us face. While it's true, it isn't truth. Some lived experiences, seasons of our life are not there. They are unimaginable. They are also not at all how we thought it would be. It is true, but it isn't truth. And I encourage you to focus your mind, your heart, your spirit, your spirit, your being on what is truth, meaning universal and unchanging. The truth that empowers us is forever faithful. That we all live our life by the grace of God. Whatever the season we are in or experiencing, Jesus chooses us constantly, loves us infinitely. Because Jesus is enough, so are we. And I encourage you to think, believe, live in Abba's love and affection for you today. It is the starting place in every experience that me, you, us face 
The truth is, God numbered our days and planned them before the foundation of time. In Psalms 139.16, it says, you, uh, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them uh, came to be. This means that we have enough time, resources, and energy. Personally, I think uh, we face a continuous amount of being uh, tired and feeling like we're running ourselves uh, ragged. Sometimes that can be a real experience, you know, with the things that are going on. I know in my own personal uh, uh, life, last week was hellacious. And sometimes that quest of doing things, of getting things done, of the grind, if you will, it isn't always sustainable. Sometimes we do have to say no to the things that we could be uh, doing that aren't for this season in our life. Relationally, I've learned that sometimes I haven't given people that matter the most uh, the same level of care that I've given other areas of my life. Yet it's also true that our time and our energy and caring for ourselves is equally as important as the care we devote to others. It isn't one or the other. Nor is it constancy for being a martyr. I share to be transparent, not from a space of judging you. I also understand that life can be the most. Trust me, I know it's hard. Especially to things that bring extra money or that are for a noble cause. Overall, Jesus has infinite resources and supply. Focus on what is truth. What is truth. The seasons that we're in. Many of them are temporal. They're real. They can be hard. They can be rough. But they might not necessarily, does that not mean that that is the way that it will be forever? And it's important to focus on what season you're in and not getting caught up in the mindset and the frame that tells you this is how it's always going to be. Because that is not necessarily truth. We have to think about that. And I find it encouraging to focus on what is truth, to ground ourselves in what is universal and unchanging about ourselves, about our lives, and also the need to come up higher than the circumstance and the experience. Because it seems and it is, life is so much more than that. We get bogged down in that, but life is, is so much more and so much deeper than that. But yet it is easy to get in and focus on the mundane because that's a part of everyday life. You know, you get up, you got to go to work or you're going to do your task or you have all these things before you. You have family, you have friends, you have different things that you have to focus on. So sometimes it's scarcity and then we want to do well. We want to be good uh, parents, good spouses. We want to be help good friends. We want to, you know, I don't necessarily mean good. I'm just saying you want to you want those things to thrive and do well. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just often like figuring out how you do that in relationship to other things that go on in the day. And then you have life that happens on top of that. And it can be a carousel type of experience. And it can feel like scarcity. And while that's true, it's not truth. The truth is you are enough. You are more than a conqueror. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are deeply, immensely loved. And you have everything that you need. That's all I have for today. I hope that something uh, has uh, that was said educates, encourages, or empowers you. Always feel free 
to share your thoughts, your experiences, and prayer requests. Encouraging your spirit podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. You have a great rest of your day. Peace.